0: I'm your host and coach, Gina Ryan, and I am so happy to be with you again today as together we can consider the many ways to bring your mind and body back to its natural peace and calm. In today's episode, I'm talking about how to deal with anxious expectations, and I wanted to start today's episode with a quote from. Ambika Walters. All negativity is an illusion created by the limited mind to protect and defend itself. Well, I believe that says a lot. We are dealing with a mind that makes things negative. We're built with a negative bias for survival. And I want you to really think about that word illusion. The negativity is an illusion created by the mind to protect and defend itself. I can feel this, at least in my own life. And what is the power of negative expectations? A recent study showed that negative expectation participants experienced a significant increase in symptoms and a significant Deterioration in mood, while positive expectation participants reported a significant decrease in symptoms and significant improvement in their mood. We all have experienced this. That really comes as no surprise, what I just read to you. This is no surprise that negative expectation participants, you know, had an increase in feeling anxious or feeling low, right? And your mood is lifted. The mood of the people who were having a positive expectation was lifted. So this isn't a surprise. We've all felt this in our own lives, but how does this happen? And why don't we choose positive expectations more often, right? Like I said earlier, we are built with a negative bias. That doesn't mean that we have to just Go along with all of the negativity that the mind is creating and just say that's just the way it is. There is much that we can do to keep ourselves on an even keel and not let the negativity from anxious expectations take us down the wormhole. So let's look at expectations and how we can use them as a positive force. Positive expectations are like a self-fulfilling prophecy. When we have positive expectations, we anticipate that good things will happen. And when we do that, we start to think positive thoughts and take positive actions that lead to a positive life. This is the way it goes. We have to set it up And sometimes again, we are training our mind. I know I talk about this a lot, but it's like breaking a horse. We want to tell our mind, the horse, we, the rider, we are telling the horse where to go, what to do. We can't just let it run wild and think and just go wherever it takes us. We do have some say in this. Negative expectations are also a self-fulfilling prophecy. And an untrained mind will not only have more negative expectations, it will ride off into the sunset with them. We can train this mind, this horse of ours, we can train it to go not easy, and it will balk but we can do it. We have some say in this. So these negative expectations are strong and they feed on themselves. So the fact that they're already strong and maybe our will is kind of weak, maybe we're tired, exhausted, frustrated from years of trying to go through all of this and the negative expectations, the negative thinking is strong. And like I said, it feeds on itself. So it's got all this muscle and it's making itself stronger by the day. Each negative thought gives birth, let's say, to another negative thought, and they begin marching together. So this can make it really difficult to get out of the negative expectation loop or cycle, because it's strong. And it's building on itself every day. You are well aware of how negative expectation can diminish your self esteem and fuel unnecessary negativity, while positive expectations lead to motivation for more positive actions. So it really is our job to steer our minds toward the positive expectation, even if our natural tendency, our negative bias is toward the possible pitfalls of life. This is using our will and our own desire for a better life. And like I said, this is harder to do when you are exhausted. This is why a lot of the things that we talk about here are building up our reserves, right? Getting enough rest, getting the right kinds of foods, supplements if needed, being able to be out in the sun, fresh air, exercise. We need all these things because it takes a lot of energy to move yourself into a different direction than you are naturally prone to go to. And like I said, the negative bias, if left to its own desires, the horse will run off in whatever direction it feels like. And it probably isn't where we want it to go. To bring more happiness, positivity, and production into your life, negative expectations and need to turn into realistic expectations. As surprising as this may sound, especially if you've been struggling with negative expectations all your life, they can be changed. These negative expectations can be changed. Have you tried one skin for your skincare routine yet? code ACP. After your purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. One step to dealing with anxious expectations and actually making a change is to identify your anxious negative expectations. Identify a specific situation as well as the negative perceptions related to it. Now I think this is a great thing to do in your journal. And if you haven't started a journal, this might be a good reason to start one. There are many different things we can do inside our journal. It really changes life quite a bit. So write down what you are identifying as anxious, negative expectations whether it's a specific situation or a person, and the perceptions, the negative perceptions that you have related to it. Some of the questions that you could use when trying to identify your negative expectations that are making you anxious are as follows. What negative thing do I expect will happen? This is a great one, and I want you to actually write it down and expand on it. Get it out of your head, that little hamster wheel that just keeps going round and round with the negative thing that you expect to happen, and get it down on the paper where you can see it. You can lay eyes on it. You can expand on it. Write it out. No one needs to see this. You can destroy it afterwards if that makes you feel better. But what negative thing do you expect will happen? Sometimes we just think it's okay to just think these things, but when we put it down on paper and look at it, it does look a little bit different. Next, on a scale of one to 10, how certain am I that this is going to happen? Ask yourself that. How certain are you that this is going to happen? And give it a number from one to ten. One being not going to happen, to 10 you're absolutely sure it's going to happen let's have like a reality check in how certain are you that this is going to happen next how am i going to recognize that this expectation has come true how are we going to know that that it actually happened that's a good question write out what that would be for you and how am i connecting this situation to previous ones that i have been in This is where our history, what has happened to us in the past, can really come to serve us as we begin to see how past situations and our expectations, be they anxious and negative or positive, usually the negative expectations did not pan out as expected or even just as bad as was expected. This is good to pay attention to. Write this out so you can remind yourself of all of the past history where the negative expectation did not happen. Other strategies you can use anytime you're feeling anxious about what's ahead of you are things like distracting yourself. This is a good place to use some distraction. Often anticipating an event is more unpleasant and anxiety producing than the event itself. Believe me, I hear this all the time, and I certainly experienced it myself. Clients and group members say over and over again after they have gone through the event that they spent days or weeks having negative, anxious expectations about, they come back and they say, It was not. What I expected. It was so much easier to get through. The fact that I was worrying about it and having anxiety about it was way worse than the event. So, distracting yourself can be a good thing. You can spend the night before your root canal, maybe watching a funny movie, instead of dreading the dental appointment in the morning. Now, we all know we're going to go to the dentist in the morning, but we can do something else. We can grab the reins and steer the horse in a little bit of a different direction. It doesn't make it go away. It isn't pretending. We're just not going to be totally unaware of any nervous feelings, maybe a little uneasiness but we are filling ourselves with maybe some laughter, some good thoughts, and just a break from feeding the anxiety, feeding those negative feelings and physical sensations that the stress hormones are producing. So try that. Another thing you could do is to plan something fun. So if you have to spend your morning uh, being audited or something as dreadful as that. Spend your afternoon visiting your favorite art museum or baking a dessert, whatever your thing is, because you tend to remember the things that happen last in the day when you're turning into bed at night. So you want to end the day not rehashing the audit with whoever will listen or even in your own mind, which most of us are familiar with doing that, you can do something else. You can do something that is important to you, that is enjoyable, and that maybe it's exercising, maybe it is baking, maybe it's cooking for the family, maybe it's just a relaxing hot bath and smiling. Don't spend your time in the hot tub rehashing the audit. And which leads me to the next one that you can do, which is to reframe your thoughts. The way that you think about an event affects your experience. So I want you to start getting yourself to look on the bright side. Like that dental appointment may make you more comfortable in the long run. Maybe it will eliminate a nagging pain that has been there. And the tax audit can be an opportunity for you to really be clear about your finances and put them in order. Look at the other side of the coin. I absolutely love silver linings and they have helped me throughout my life and really were important for me getting through my anxiety times. I was so anxious that I finally learned how to see the other side of the coin and to actually love the silver linings. And another thing that you can do is to talk it over. So any challenge that you're going through, if you can talk it over with a family or friend that you know can be there for you, this can actually make the challenge seem a little smaller. If you are anticipating going to the dentist and you have someone you can talk to about it, you can maybe make it feel a little less daunting. I know today in our group call, we had someone who is going to have to go for a medical procedure and it was brought up in the call. And I thought that's a wonderful example of this, of being able to bring it to trusted people that can hear you. It's not just rattling around in your own head and you're smiling at the world at large, but you are concerned about it talk it over, express it to other someone. I'm not saying a lot of people, you don't want to over talk this, but bring it up, get it out of your head. And again, this could be written down in your journal if you don't have someone to talk to about it, laying your eyes on it. It looks different. And you can actually then begin to mine the silver lining and really begin to look at it differently. Let your family and friends know when you need help and let us know if you need support here at ACP. We're here for you also. You can always send us email. We'd love to be able to help you. So just looking forward to the day ahead can make you feel happier and calmer if we are looking at it through the right lens. We want to be able to move away from that negative bias that's just trying to keep us safe. Remind yourself that you're safe and actually see what the day could actually bring to you. What goodies could there be today? Even if it's a tough day, you may be surprised at who might give you a smile and just warm your heart. It really is as simple as that, to keep the mind going in a good, positive direction where we are expecting the good, where we are expecting something that is going to go right. And it may not be the big thing. That's okay. But we are looking forward and looking for those silver linings. I hope this show has been helpful for you. And I look forward to being back with you before too long. And now for today's quote. All negativity is an illusion created by the limited mind to protect and defend itself. And that's from Ambika Waters. I'll be back in a few more days with another podcast. Until then, be well and aloha. Thanks so much for joining us for today's episode of the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. Find more information at the anxietycoachespodcast.com.